Hello and welcome to RabbitCast, a show about rabbits. My name is Jacob. I'm your host for this show. Uh, I'm looking through a book right now to find something that I wanted to read for you all, but I didn't mark it. It's not bookmarked correctly, so um, I guess I'll just start off letting you know that I saw... I want to say four rabbits, maybe five, this morning. It's a misty morning here in Indiana. Um, You know, the change of seasons is happening, as it does, without fail. Um, Yeah, it's a little rainy this morning. I've got paint drying downstairs. In the, uh, in the spray booth in the sculpture studio, so figured I could knock out an episode. It's been long enough, right? Um, yeah, do I feel guilty? No, no. Why would I? Why bother? Primordial creatures? What am I looking for? I'm looking for rabbits and hares. Um, so, yeah, I saw a couple on my way in. I was walking down 10th Street. Um... Just, you know, making my way downtown. You know that. Uh, (laughs) Still looking for this damn thing. Uh, Yeah, there was a a couple kind of sitting really close to the sidewalk and um, got got really close to one. It just did not seem to be afraid. And then as, as in I, you know, got, I think what would be considered grabbing distance. And then it kind of ran off. And then saw a couple more on the way into the studio, up near near the building. One really took off like a shot. It was was gone. Um, Still looking for this damn thing. This is a section about birds. So I guess what what I'm telling you is that I'm looking through this book it's called the uh, the Book of Symbols: Reflections on Archetypal Images, and it's a Tashin book that I picked up at Strand in New York while I lived there. I thought it would be useful to go through. I ah, found it. Um, yeah, why did I pick it up? Uh, I guess a lot of my interest in art. Um, it's kind of it's kind of an essentialist philosophy just trying to boil down different different aspects of of art itself and then using those to i guess discuss art itself um it sounds pretty insular but you know that's what it is i i make work about work and art about art and uh that's the goal i guess it's on my mind right now i got a crit coming up on monday and, uh, yeah, I'm definitely stressed out about it, so maybe this will be nice. I've got a little bit of reading to do here for you all. And uh, it's in a section called Wild Rabbits, and um, it's just the title is Rabbit and Hare. So the last episode I kind of went through and did I discuss the difference? I don't know. That was months ago. But, uh, yeah, I'll just get started here. <clears throat> it's 
In an 18th century embroidery, a white rabbit stands on the moon next to the tree of life, and bathed in full moonlight pounds the elixir of immortality with a golden pestle. The rabbit as an agent of everlasting renewal is reflected in the Japanese tradition of preparing pounded rice cakes called mochi, 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 M-O-C-H-I, it means full moon, for the celebration of the new year. It is said that a rabbit living on the moon is constantly making mochi. Mochi. Hmm. All over the world, moon and rabbit are linked. A Mayan ceramic piece displays a plump blue rabbit upon the disk of the moon. Both the moon's and the rabbit's existence reflect in high relief the cyclical nature of life, the ever-reoccurring conjunction of darkness and light, death and rebirth. As each month, the moon falls prey to darkness, only to shine again, so rabbits manage to live under the shadow of death. In North America, for example, they are prey to coyotes, wolves, wildcats, owls, eagles, hawks, snakes, and humans, and yet they thrive. Survival defenses of the rabbit include eyes at the side of its head, which allow it to see forward and back, sensitive ears and nose, and the ability to run at high speed with erratic shifts in direction and sudden freezing, which allow it to vanish from sight. Furthermore, wild rabbits, if cornered, will use their sharp claws and teeth to fight. But it's the rabbit's remarkable birthing capacity that keeps it inhabiting almost every continent of the world. Females bear up to five litters a year of three to six young, and the gestation period is four weeks. Two weeks after giving birth, the doe is ready to mate again. Baby rabbits have no scent, making it difficult to detect them. And the doe, who does have a scent, can be away from the litter except for infrequent feedings because her milk has an extraordinarily high fat content. Treading softly on the earth to nibble fresh green shoots and grasses, rabbits emerge from cover in the soft light of dawn and dusk, thresholds of transition. The diffuse light in which the rabbit reveals itself, its ability to easily vanish from sight, and its lively antics have made it the embodiment of alchemy's Mercurius the elusive, informing spirit of psyche that can bring together the mortal and immortal aspects of self. The rabbit is thus depicted as the initiate's guide in processes that lead to the obtaining of the elixir of immortality, which is also in the rabbit's possession. Perhaps because of the rabbit's association with the endless regeneration in the realm of the eternal, it has been portrayed mythically as capable of heroic acts such as self-sacrifice, in a Jataka story from India, the Buddha, one of his early incarnations, appears as a rabbit who is willing to sacrifice himself by leaping into a blazing fire so that he may become food for a Brahmin. In consequence, the Brahmin can fulfill his priestly duties, and the generosity of the rabbit is honored by the imprinting of his image on the moon. I'm just going to take my shoes off. <laughs> Often humorously, the figure of the rabbit carries... The compensatory, the compensatory, trickerish, <laughs> tricksterish energies that subvert the usual order of things. The young heroine in Alice in Wonderland falls into a rabbit hole, and seeing a white rabbit running rapidly ahead of her, follows him into an uncanny underground world. In the play Harvey, and his six-foot-tall white rabbit companion are the foil for a proper moneyed family lacking soulful imagination. 
Small often overcomes large in the escapades of the English Peter Rabbit and the American Briar Rabbit. Rabbits are remarkably appealing as small and sometimes timid animals. Their soft fur invites touch, and their long ears and pink eyes are endearing. Rabbits are also known to dance and leap in meadows in the moonlight and can cavort in sexual play. It is only natural, then, that rabbits should join the throng of the love goddess Aphrodite, or that the gift of the rabbit in 6th century BCE Greece should be considered a token of love, or even that the Playboy magazine bunnies should be dressed in bunny outfits. The great mother goddess and her maternal aspect is sometimes depicted with giant rabbits standing beside her, emblems of fertility and rebirth. Later interwoven into Christian mysteries as the Easter bunny with a basket full of brightly colored magical eggs. Geez, I'll tell you what, that was not easy to read. It is very early, but it's also late. It's been up for a long time. Isn't that interesting? Easter Bunny? It kind of makes sense now, right? Uh, rebirth and immortality and, and the, that whole Christian mythology. And then, geez, did we get into it? Some some pop culture references. Alice in Wonderland. Harvey and the Six-Foot-Tall White Rabbit. I'm interested in that. Peter Rabbit and the Briar Rabbit. Man, we really hit them all. And then the Playboy Bunnies. You really think that, I wonder if, I wonder if that was really super intentional that was actually like I don't know check out the history of that that would be interesting so anyway that's what I got for you this time immortality rebirth regeneration rebirth and regeneration and immortality it seems to be a very Japanese idea there's the Ising shrine in Japan and there's basically two sites and one site is empty and there's a shrine that stands on another site, identical, nearly identical. And uh, part, of, part of the ritual and ceremony of this shrine is to actually rebuild and like build new the shrine on the second empty site and uh, to take down the old. And there's no discrepancy between what one is the real one and which one is the old one. And, and it's always only ever the shrine, regardless of how many iterations of it have been built. Um, it's kind of this process of constantly being new and this ability to kind of suspend our, our idea of, of like what is genuine and what is, um, and what does immortality mean? Is it, is it an old, is it a thing that just is always around or is it a thing that is constantly regenerating? Geez, like Doctor Who. Anyway, um, I think next time I've got to talk to uh, my old roommate and good buddy, Nico. He's got uh, the animal spirit cards. He sent me the story of rabbit a few different times and the images associated with the card and, and the story. Um, I got to get those again. I think my, tec my text messages delete the images after 30 days or something like that. So we'll find that again. I'll read that to you. Hopefully it goes easier. This is, like I said, pretty early, pretty early in the morning. So my reading eyes are not uh, settled in just yet. Anyway, thank you for listening. Um, you can, you can find some of the pictures. Uh, I'll do my best to take decent photos of it, but, um, 
can check out RabbitCast on Instagram. Let me make sure I know what it is. Yeah, RabbitCast. It's just at RabbitCast. Show about rabbits. Um, anyway, I really appreciate you guys listening. Talk to you soon.